You're listening to a podcast from Victory. We are called to choose between two treasures, two visions, and two masters. Learn more about God and possessions in week 11 of our series, Redefined. series 11 weeks ago and when we started we talked about the beautiful sermon that Jesus actually gave in that mountain to the disciples looking at it now it's like a retreat retreat from them there were already there was already a crowd Jesus preached Jesus uh, healed sick people Jesus did so many miracles and then he retreated seeing the crowds he retreated and went up to a mountain calling his disciples and he gave powerful uh, uh, the powerful sermons values it's something that we ought to fulfill in our very lives jesus saying here that i came i came to fulfill the law the law has been there but it would take all of us okay and tell him or her all of us it will actually take all of us to make sure that his kingdom is faithfully advancing we are part of that kingdom now. My prayer is that na redefine na yung pag-iisip natin. That you're no longer a, a, a church attendee, a Sunday church attendee. But you know that I am a citizen of God. I belong to this church. I belong to His kingdom. That we are now here and that you know that when we actually say, when we actually pray, your kingdom come, your will be done. It is in all aspects, in every aspect of your very life. Now we're going to be talking about what Jesus intends the treasures would be. Okay, as part of God's kingdom, you will be given treasures. Do you know that? Look at this very verse. Do not lay up for yourselves treasure. It's not even suggestive. It's not even saying there. If you get treasure, look for where to actually put it. No. It's, it's very... He's saying all of us as part of His heirs. All of us will inherit the kingdom of God. All of us will be given treasures. Treasures. Let's read Matthew 6, 19 to 24. It says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasure on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body, so if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light, is, uh, the light in you is darkness, how great is your darkness? No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God or money. So it's in the affirmative that you're gonna be that we are inheriting kingdom treasure. Those those kingdom treasure is all already around us. It's given to us. But the three questions Jesus will redefine to us as we grow through this part of the sermon is this: asking us, okay, so lahat tayo may treasure na lahat tayo bibigyan ng treasure. Ang tanong ngayon is ito: Where is your treasure? Where do you actually put your treasure? Where you invest your treasure. Maybe some of you are bankers here. Maybe some of you are, are, are in the stock market. Okay? Maybe some of you are asking, Pastor, nasaan nga yung treasure? Ano yung treasure? Treasure, you'll be the one to answer that. Where is your treasure? How do you look at treasure? Is it in the monetary? Is it in the what makes you feel good? Is it in your bank account? Do you actually check your bank account more than when you check 
the Bible or your Bible? How is your vision? It talks about the good, the healthy eye or the good eye and the bad eye. And who is your master? Who is your master? In no verse did Jesus ever say that treasures are bad. May nakita ba kayong verse doon sinabi, okay, it's bad? No. Money is good. Okay, everybody say, money is good. Everybody say this. But the love of money is evil. Remember, He gives us the ability to produce wealth. He wants us to be rich. Yes, you. Yes, me too. I want to be rich. All, meron ba dito, ayaw mo talagang yumaman? Sino dito, gusto niyong yumaman? Taas ang kamay. Uy, nakita ni Lord yung mga di nagtaas ang kamay. All of us, we want to be rich and we ought to be rich. Christians have to be rich. I'm telling you now, I want to be rich. Money is not bad, but the love of money is bad. The question now is, where is your treasure? Where do you put your treasure? I love this verse. I love, I, I, I love this uh, message. In the Message Bible, it says, Do not or don't hoard treasure down here where it gets eaten by moths and rust. Hoard. Hoarding. It's not just do not store up or do not lay. Lay up. But hoarding. We sometimes hoard. And then when you hoard something, it talks something about your heart. Hoarding. Is hoarding good? It depends. The context of this early, early, um, early days, remember this happens in the, in the Middle East. Middle East way back when, there, was, uh, there were no banks. There were no actually alam, a, a safe place to put your stuff. That's why things can get eaten up. Things can get rotten. Those times, ang, uh, people would know you're rich. The treasures would amount to sometimes cloth. Fabric, Middle East before, remember, those fabric, the, the, yun yung pinaka-importante. And what, what happens? They get eaten by moth. Depends on the weather, depends where you actually store it, it gets eaten by moth. Or rust. What are the things that will rust here when you go deeper? It talks about even, even to the point of your food. Because you cannot store food. There's no refrigeration before. So if you keep on hoarding and hoarding, guess what? The next day or the day after, it will, be get, it will get actually moldy. It will spoil. Or it could actually be taken away by rubbers. Why? Because there's no place to put, there, there's no place to put your gems, your, your, your gold, all your money. There's nowhere to put them. Thieves could actually get it. Burglars could get it. Nowadays, we have banks. Nowadays, we have, we have so many places to put. But the question now is, where do you actually put your treasures? What do you treasure? Maybe in the stock market. Nakita niyo naman, di ba? Stock market natin so volatile. Even in your... I, I, just, I just received a text message from my, from my sister that the prices of, of gasoline and, and, or diesel are going up tomorrow. It's very volatile. It's very much dependent on, 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 on the economy, on the world's economy. But we're not talking about world's economy here. What we're talking about, God's economy. That is not volatile. Things may change here in the world, but never in God's kingdom. Where do we invest? Where do you actually save up? Jesus is not in any way condemning, condemning saving up. He's not even telling us, do not save up. I remember in the book of Proverbs, it said there, Proverbs 6, verse 6 to 8 said, Go to the ant, you sluggard, consider its ways and be wise. It has no commander, no overseer or ruler, yet it stores its provision in summer and gathers its food for harvest. It doesn't prohibit, uh, prohibit us to store but God is checking here, what is the motivation of your heart? What is the motivation of heart when we hoard, when we store? What Jesus is prohibiting in Matthew's gospel is the selfish accumulation of goods. 
Selfish accumulation. Hoarding. Jesus is, Jesus is actually questioning our heart. What's the motive? What's the intention? He knows our fallen condition. He knows that what's inside our heart is to always accumulate and hoard and hoard and want more and want more. There's never enough. I remember, um, I, I was just, I don't know, I, I grew up in the 70s. So I, always, I would always hear jingle running uh, in radios. May TV na no, yung 70s, di ba? May TV na. Black and white. We only had three channels. I remember that. Di ba? I, I, I don't know, I, the different jingles of the bank. Mag-impok sa banko. Yeah, I remember that? And then tutunog yung dulo. Ting, ning, ning, PDIC. Buhay pa ba yung PDIC? City. What's the city that never sleeps? Dati, ganun ako. Pag baba, kailangan ko bayaran the next day yung Citibank, wala akong, paba, wala akong pambayad. I could never sleep. Ito, subok na matibay. Subok na? Oo, mga nagbabangko talaga. How about this one? We've got it all for you. Yes, yes, I mean. Where do you put, actually put your treasure? God is steering something here in our hearts. He's actually redefining. Why, why, why do you want to save up? Where do you want to store? Why are you hoarding? What are you hoarding? Talks about the fallen nature of our hearts, greediness. In Luke 12, verse 15, gives us a warning. Guard against every kind of greed. Life is not measured by how much you own. It's not. It's not how much you have in the bank. To those who feel like you don't have much, it's not even how much you don't actually own. That's not the measurement. That's not actually a very good measurement. When you say, Oh my, Pastor, hindi para sa akin yan. Bakit? Kasi nga wala ako eh. Nagihirap nga ako eh. How do you measure What's, what, what, what are we looking at? We are not created to be accumulators. We are not created to accumulate stuff. You know, I've seen families, I've seen marriages, I've seen relationships between, between parents and, and, and kids got broken because of greed. Either greed because they have plenty or greed because they want more or greed because they don't have enough. Talks about the motivation of our hearts, the fallen condition of our hearts. Wealth is not a guarantee of true happiness. It's not. How do you actually know that you have enough? How do you actually know that, that you have enough? One thing, now that we are a part of God's kingdom, we have to say enough from our hearts. From our hearts. I remember uh, Dr. Dave Ward saying, uh, his advice is just open up everything that you have. Look at the stuff that you have and say, enough. Di ba? Huwag yung hintay mo yung asawa mo, nakatingin sa'yo, sabihin sa'yo, enough. Di ba? Look, look at the stuff. Look at what, what, what God has blessed you with rather than also looking at, Lord, buti pa sila binibless mo, paano naman kami? Enough. Look at what you have. It's enough. It's enough. Matthew 6 says here, but lay up for yourselves treasures, where? Treasures in heaven. Why? When you lay up treasures on earth, you will never be satisfied. That's why you ought to look to God, the author and perfecter of your faith. 
where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. If the world's mindset is to accumulate, it's different in God's kingdom. If, if your, 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 your mindset now is for kingdom purpose, you would know that you have too much. That's why you want to give it out. Alam mo channel of blessing? Channel of blessing means that you know you're a channel of blessing when hindi yung okay. Pag napuno ko na barn na to, magiging channel of blessing ko, no. A lot of Christians are 10% Christians. Alam mo yung ibig sabihin ng 10% Christians? When you have given your tithes and offering at 10%, okay, Christian na ako. It's, it's not. Knowing that you are part, part of God's kingdom would say that 10% is not enough. Why? You gave us 100%. Yung song natin kanina, lay it down, ingat kayo ah, sarap pakinggan, di ba? Ganda ng jingle, di ba? When that actually happens, are you ready for it? Because laying it down means, okay, lay it down, Jesus, lay it down. Okay. That's not yours. I need this for my kingdom. Would you let go? I bless you with this. I bless you with this business. I bless you with, lay it down. Are you willing to lay it down? Good melody. Check your heart. Check our heart. It's different now when we say, Lord, everything is yours. Lord, all the treasures that I have, I lay it up for in heaven. Looking at it now, I, I, I research on and off. I, I even tried to put my own story, but you know, it would always go back to Jesus' story. He gave up heaven. He gave up heaven to be born where? Not in St. Luke's, not in Makati Med, no. Where animals get born. There's not even a room for him in the inn. He left heaven for you and I. He left heaven to be crucified on the cross for what? For our sins. That's a good example. If you need a change of mind beyond stories, it's looking at Jesus. He did it. He did it because He wants us to rejoice and be with Him in God's kingdom. So why? I know, a lot of, I know all of us wants to make money. But the question is not how you make money or, why, or, or, or how much money you want to make. But when you make money, does it impact? Here, the world, the, 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 the temporary or the eternal. Eternal is permanent. When you lay up your treasures in heaven, that's permanent. Here, it's temporary. Guess what? Kahit anong gawin mo, kahit anong PDIC, FDIC, insurance gawin mo, pag namatay ka, hindi mo madadala sa heaven. Try nyo. Try nyo. I, I, I'm, I'm of Chinese descent. And it's funny, every time, you know, my, my kids would ask me, why are we folding this? Why are we burning this? So that, uh, because Chinese believe that they need money in heaven. No, 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 no. Maybe them, but me, I know I'm a child of God. When I go to heaven, I don't need money. Okay, just, just look at, just read uh, uh, what John wrote. That even the, the, the floor will be paved in gold. Yung equivalent na cemento dito, gold's heaven. When you look at the pillars on the side, there will be all pearly, uh, pearly gates. I can even have my, 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 my door made out of pearls in heaven. Because we don't need money there. I don't need those, those folding them and be, being sent out. I'm very good friend, friends. Friends, too late. <laughs> I'm, I'm very good. 
I'm very good friends with some of the best financial advisors in the Philippines now. I can boast about it. Like Randall, Chinky, Jason, Carl. And they would always talk about three kinds of investment. That is two kinds of investment lang yan, bago sila naging Christians. Before, they always talk about the short term and the long term. The short term is for the now up to two to three years. Talk about long term, maybe those are the investments in lots. In, that's for three, five, or ten years. But now that they have that kingdom mindset, mindset I, I, I got reminded by Tito Boni earlier when he said, yeah, now there's an eternity investment that doesn't rust, doesn't get stolen, you don't need to have it in a safe. Yung iba, bubuksan na safe, magbibilang doon. No, you don't need it. Why? Because it's in heaven. And it's making an impact in the world. Not gold, not stock market, no. You know, the, the, the thing about um, laying up in heaven, laying about treasures in heaven, sometimes we still have that works mentality. Alam mo works mentality? Sige, sabi kasi ni pastor, 10% pag ordinary Christian. I want to be or- above the ordinary, I'll give 11%. It's not just in money. Also, the time that you give. Also, when you know that there's a felt need, you give the money and then you also pray for that somebody. You share the gospel. A while ago, when we were, we, we were praying for um, uh, Southern Florida, I, I, was, I was praying in my own, my own. I said, Lord, even the church people that we have there, I pray, Lord God, that they will be able to go out and preach the gospel. This is, the, this is the best time. I remember Pastor Rice Brooks telling us that when, when 9-11 happened, they, they got into their cars and drove all the way to New York. Why? Because they want to preach the gospel. They brought uh, cars and cars and vans of water. And every time they would give water because people would need water and said, okay, you know what? You, you want the living water that you will go th- thirsty? They would preach the gospel. Now as Christians, because we're part of this kingdom, we ought to do that. That's laying up treasures in heaven. It's not just about what you have. It's not just about your money. It's also your time, your energy, your prayer. I remember this story about Bertha Adams. Bertha Adams died in 1976 when she was 71 years old. She died of malnutrition. She died of malnutrition. And when she died, she was actually... uh, their neighbors found out that, that, that she died because of the rotten smell inside her, her house. She would actually go out and beg for food. So when, 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 um, when the police came, when, when they burst the door open, they would see that it's like a pig pen. Pig pen inside. But they found a, a small box with two sets of keys. When she, they checked the keys, they were actually keys for, for a um, safety deposit box in two different banks. When they checked the safety deposit box, you know what they found out? There was, in one bank, they found a safety deposit box with three inches of stock certificates. Prime AT&T, parang PLDT in America. Stock certificates. And also 200,000 US dollar in cash. They went to another bank. When they opened the safe, one box full of 600,000 US dollar in cash. She lived a pauper's life, but she, was, she died as a millionaire. She didn't know where to put her money. She didn't even, I, I'm not even, I don't even know if she had, she knew she had that much money. But she died a miserable death. Earthly investment cannot be converted in heaven. It cannot. Sad to say, for all our volunteers, we love you guys. 
But then whatever you do here, the, 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 the time that you clock in, if you're not actually doing God's will, your life is not aligned to His work, word and His work, it will not be nothing in heaven. Remove that works mentality. And that is the truth. We cannot take none of our earthly treasures with us. In John, uh, Job 1 verse 21 says, Naked I came from my mother's womb and naked shall I return. It's redefining us. Redefining how we see treasures. For eternal or for the temporary? For the happy now and suffer later? Or being happy in doing God's will in His kingdom now and enjoying eternity together with God later? Verse 21 says, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Treasure is not just the earthly riches, but it's the family. Do you know that there, there are a lot of marriages that are, um, that are broken now because of having a child-centric home? Treasuring too much of those relationships. There are... Uh, treasures can also be your collections. You collect a few here, a few there. Later on, it's gripping your, your life now. Treasures can be those, the position or, or uh, the position or the, the relationship you have in the workplace. The heart that, is, that we're talking about here is not just the physical heart that's made of flesh and muscle. But it talks about the inner being. It says that when, there is, when, when money is in the way, when treasure is in the way, it corrupts you and I. It would actually corrupt us, our inner being. Where do, you push your, where do you put your trust? How do we prioritize our time? In accumulating goods? In 1 Corinthians 3, verse 12 to 14 said, Now if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become manifest for the day, will disclose it, because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. If the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. How can this be true? If your heart is not after treasures, because you would have that inner peace. You would know that the joy of the Lord is in you, even if you have a lot or if you have plenty. Even when people see, you know, a, a, lot, a lot of our astray right now are um, thinking about what other people think of us. There's another spectrum that we look at people and say, okay, I don't have this, I want this. But there's also another spectrum that you want to show off more because you want for them to see that you have plenty. But the best reward, best reward is knowing that you're doing God's will. That when you give, ano yung sabi sa atin two weeks ago? That when you give, give in secret. You don't have to tell everybody that you're giving. You don't have to proudly tell everybody that I'm serving today. You don't even have to. You don't. But your Father who is in heaven knows what you have done and what you have given in secret. And He will bless you and reward you accordingly. What captures your attention can capture your heart. Sad is that what captures your heart will possess you. It actually possess you. Make you an evil person. I remember the story in Matthew 19 
of this rich young ruler. Remember the rich young ruler? He had an opportunity to be with Lord Jesus Christ Himself. And he asked this question, How can I earn my way to eternity? How can I have eternal life? This rich young ruler. Jesus said, Just obey all my commandments. The young ruler approached Jesus and said, You know what? I've been doing that. All your commandments, all the laws, I've been doing it since I was born. But still, how? How? How can I? Jesus looked at him and said, Sell all your possessions and give it to the poor and to the needy. Instead of doing what Jesus said, remember, he was the one who approached Jesus. You know what he did? He turned around and became very sad. Why? Because he was a rich, young fool. He was a rich, young fool. He had everything. He obeyed the commandments. He had riches. But when Jesus was asking him about where your heart is, he said, nah, it's on my riches. I want my riches more than actually earning eternity. Second thing that we, Jesus redefining is our vision. How is our vision? He said, with a good eye, a healthy eye or a bad eye. In Matthew 6, verse 22 to 23 said, Your eye is a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is good, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is bad, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep the darkness is. If our hearts talk, talks about our inner being, our eyes are the window to our soul. That's why darkness here means that there's corruption in our, in our eyes. Corruption in our eyes. That there's moral corruption. Worldly treasures can actually darken our eyes and make us prone to be greedy. When actually we want more or we don't see the stuff that is being blessed us with. When, we, when instead of giving what we have to others, we would shut our eye and turn another way. In darkness. The person whose perspectives are distorted by, by materialism is blind to God's truth. Blind to God's truth. In Proverbs 22 verse 9 said, He who has a, a generous eye will be blessed, for he gives of his bread to the poor. When, when we showed you real life, when we showed you um, what run for life for, maybe some of us here would think, Okay, ito na naman church. Bakit? Kilangan na naman ang pera. That's a bad eye. I can only see that that's a bad eye. A healthy eye would see, now is another opportunity for me to give. Why? A person will go to school. A family will be able to hear the gospel. A life will be transformed. A community can be saved. What Elaine is doing now, what Elaine is doing now, is not just for herself or for her family, but it's now it's for the, the generations, generations of the children that she's touching inside the school. A bad eye would say, how much would I give again? How much is, is, is required for me? We're not just talking about money here, but it's the time, the energy, the, the sharing of the gospel. It's making disciples who we are. In Proverbs 28, verse 22 said, A man with an evil eye hastens after riches and does not consider that poverty will come upon him. Recently, um, the past two, three months, I've been to uh, a, a week or two and... Um, 
And I could marvel at sometimes uh, the clan, the Vismonte clan, when they honored Lola Corazon, they would actually honor not the, not the schools that her children went to, even though him and uh, her and her husband uh, were, were market vendors, worked their way up, give them good education, and their, all, their, all their grandchildren and um, great-grandchildren are all finishers of schools and, and, and are leaders in their own rank. But they would always marvel at only one thing. The close knit of a family and the generation, a generation that the faith is passed on and passed on and passed on. That's the legacy that was left there. Recently, I went to a, a, a family's wake where um, an 83-year-old uh, Lolo died, Lolo Mindo. And um, I, I, I marveled at, at the grandchildren approaching me and telling me, I, we never knew that's why they built this church. We never knew who that person was thanking me for. We never knew that our Lolo had tremendous friends all over. And, and the flowers lined up from, from inside the hall, outside the hall, and everywhere. What legacy do you want to, bring, to leave to your family? Is it the treasures on earth where moth, rust, and burglars could actually steal? Or a legacy that you could take up in heaven and know that, yes, one day all of us will be celebrating in heaven. Last is, who is your master? Who is your master, God or money? Francis Bacon said, money is a great servant, but a bad master. We need money. How many of you say you need money? Now, be honest. Yung ibang bilis talaga, no? Yung ibang nag-iisip pa, kailangan ko ba maging honest? Kita ni Lord, no? Hello? Lahat naman tayo, di ba? Anak ko nga, dalawang kamay pa, pati paa, tinaas eh. But the question here is, to answer is, who is your master? Is money your master? Because Jesus said, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. Serve here, it's not a voluntary service. Serve here is like serving as a slave. Are you slave to money? Is money your master? Or are you mastering money? A disciple's loyalties cannot be divided. That's why you cannot have, okay, two-part two devotion, no. It's either you worship your treasure or you worship God. There's no in-between. There's no in-between. It's either you serve God or money. Either God owns your money or your money owns you. I remember this, um, this person in Matthew In the book of Matthew, look in the gospel, Zacchaeus. You, know, you remember Zacchaeus? Zacchaeus was actually a tax collector. That means Zacchaeus was a very greedy person. And uh, when Jesus went to his home, there was, there was a, a divine opportunity. Remember, he, he climbed a sycamore tree. And when he was given a, a, an opportunity to have Jesus at his home, instantly, he didn't just marvel, but something changed in his heart. A person who all along his God was money got changed. Why? Just being with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when Jesus was dining with him, he said, 
Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. I, I look back and trace and, and check if Jesus actually asked Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, I'm here, you have to repent, remember what you did, uh, you have to give it back. None of that. Just by the mere presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. He knew he was a sinner, admitted him doing all those sins and saying, I repent now, Lord. Now I want to do the right thing. We're, given an, we're being given an opportunity now as a church. This is the question that begs to be answered now. Who is in your heart? Who is in your heart? Who is in your very heart? Because the Bible said, it cannot be occupied by two persons. By two things, only God should occupy our hearts. With all heads bowed and eyes closed. If that is you, you want to repent, you want to say, Lord, that is me. I've been very materialistic. And I want to repent. If that is you, just simply talk to God. Lord, I pray, Lord, for my brothers and my sisters. Lord, for all of us, Lord, that have put things, put stuff above you. We may not have idols around us, but we have collections. We have, we have stuff that we can't even bring to our very grave. They would rust. They will be eaten by moth. Father, I pray right now, Lord, that as we repent, you're changing our hearts. Changing, change our hearts right now, Lord. Lord, we want to have that kingdom mindset. We want to know, Lord God, when we say, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your will be, will happen, Lord God, in our lives. Lord, that we would do away, Lord, that we would lay everything down and, 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 and remove those strongholds on material stuff. Lord, only you could do this. Only by your grace, in our faith in you, could you do this. Lord, even we pray, Lord God, for our generations and generations to come, that that is one thing, Lord, that we can actually be proud of and, 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 and let them see, Lord, that no grass on, on, it, on, on temporary things, Lord God, on earthly things, on materials, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord, for our eyes to see, Lord God, the poverty that is all, all around us. Lord, I pray, Lord, that we would sacrificially give over and beyond, Lord God, what's being asked of us. Because you give us the grace, you give us the opportunity, you give us the ability, Lord God. Let it start from heart, from us. Let it start from our very heart. Thank you, Father. That's one church, Lord. You're giving us opportunities. Lord, we also pray, Lord, for every home. For every family, Lord God, that's, that's represented here. That we would do our part in advancing your kingdom. That not any one of us, Lord God, will be in lack. Not any one of us, Lord God, will be in the other spectrum, will be in need. And all of us, Lord God, will be known to be generous, to be rich, and to be of service. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.